Broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? The brand last week, Whitesville State Bank, and our guest, Lee Milam, just Numbers that I have not seen in a long time, be perfectly honest, okay? I've been doing this show for 13 years. I don't worry about how many people, well, I mean, I worry about it, but it's about the same every week. And I knew on Saturday morning that it was different, that his interview resonated with people, whether it was in West Virginia or in other parts of the banking world. And so it got me thinking about something that I have been trying to talk about for the better part of two years on this show, and nobody's willing to talk about it. And so I thought I would use the occasion of that interview last week with Lee Milam. He goes by Robert on LinkedIn. And Lee, when you speak to him, uh uh-oh, Robert Lee. Again, nicest, most earnest guy. I mean, just I talk to people off the air, and it's different than when they're on the air because they've got four scripted questions that they've had for a a day or two. And so I don't always have a follow-up conversation or a a long conversation with somebody before the interview the way I did with Lee. And I could tell right away in our first call that we had a lot in common. You know, even even that thing you said in the interview about how at the end of the interview when I said, hey, what do you do when you're not working? What kind of music do you listen to? He said, oh, man, I've, I've given up on all these political podcasts. I've been there. Okay? I've always been very involved in political things. I care about that stuff very deeply. I live in Texas, and so he's in West Virginia. And so we have some things in common. But the thing I've been trying to get somebody to talk about on the show is the issue of diversity, equity, and inclusion. At what point can we have an honest conversation that it's gone a little too far? spending perhaps a little too much time talking about it as I talk about it. It's not costing you any money, though. But banking professionals are out of the bank. They're not calling customers. They're not calling members. They're not going out there and actively promoting the brand. They're at yet another diversity, equity, and inclusion conference, You know, the 14th one of the year. And it's... It, that money belongs to your customers and in credit unions, your member owners. And so it is a fair question to say, look, you know, what if we just said we've got to start talking about the metric system again? How many conferences are you willing to fund out of your travel budget to send people to promote the metric system events being held now at beautiful resort locations all over the United States? And so I'm just going to talk about it a little bit today in the context of uh, Lee's interview last week, and I want to thank Lee Milam again and Whitesville State Bank and all my new friends from West Virginia. I, I told the president, the outgoing president, Ms. Klein, of the West Virginia Bankers Association, I called them and said, hey, I apologize. It took me 13 years to get out there, but holy cow, uh, it, was, uh, it was worth the wait. So just a quick show today, a follow-up show. I did not want to put another guest on the air after, after Lee, when I was speaking professionally, 
and I had the musicians with me, and we were putting on these amazing conference shows, not presentations. They were performances. You, you did not want to go after us. You did not want to get up there with your 75 PowerPoint slides and your tired little icebreaker. As I used to say, everybody is dynamic on paper because so few people are willing to do professional speaking. And so I didn't want to put somebody on after the show last week and perhaps not as many listens. So I thought, hey, let's, let's milk that interview for all it's worth now. I, I do want to have a conversation, honest conversation about the amount of DEI content content I'm seeing every day. And we'll do it, and we'll do it all right after this. Please don't take him just because you can. It's conference quality information without the expense report. Oh, yes, a little Dolly Parton to get your toe-a-tapping at the unwebinar that is the Power Performance Podcast. Okay, quick question. Should I not have had Lee on my show last week because, after all, his name is Robert Lee. There are some people out there at the DEI conference in the break room complaining again about something. There are people that say, no, you shouldn't have had him on your show. I mean, come on. Robert Lee, Milam from Whitesville, West Virginia. Well, he was a teller in 1985. I graduated from high school in 1985. He starts there as a teller in 1985 and is now the president. Okay, that's, that is a work history that I can't compare any part of my professional life to. I keep talking about how I've done this show for 13 years. I can't even do the math to what that is, back to 85. That is a long time. And so should I have ignored that story because Lee's white? Absolutely not, and I'm not going to. When I talk about balance, it's not just how many good grief LinkedIn posts I've got to read do you know here in Texas yesterday, we, we celebrate, it's on the calendar, Confederate Heroes Day. It just happens to be Robert E. Lee's birthday. It happens to be around the same time as Martin Luther King. And so I, I put a post up jokingly, I'm going to take the rest of the day off. All right, should I be canceled? Should the state of Texas be canceled? I dare you to even try. But I'm not going to ignore great banking stories because it might offend the people that are always offended in the first place. And that seems to be the sum total of DEI. I always ask this question of these people who are afraid to go on the air and on the record. A simple question, who decided that it was at work that we had to talk about these things? Who decided that? There's no law that says you have to do that. I mean, honestly, I learned about diversity from my family and from growing up and being in a military community and at church. Talked about it all the time. Well, we can't have religion at work. Well, isn't that part of diversity? They never answer those questions. And so I'm, I'm just, just in thinking back on the interview with Lee. His name is Robert Lee, the way he talks. I mean, I'm sure people are putting together a picture in their mind that people that get offended by everything who want you to celebrate every holiday on the calendar, which is why I did Confederate Heroes Day yesterday, just to tweak the, the angry person in the break room complaining about something again, or I, I guess the angry person in the HR director's office again uh, while we're busy on a Friday morning opening account. No, it, absolutely not going to ignore great banking stories. That's why we have a great banking podcast. And I am willing to talk with you about this whole DEI 
thing. It seems to come and go in, in, in waves based upon things that happen on 24-hour cable television. But this show is about banking. And one thing that Lee and I agreed on in our first conversation is the only color that really matters in banking is green. And that is what people should be spending their time on. We played that call last week with the call center person from my bank, my beloved Frost Bank, and you could just tell this was like an F in terms of if we were evaluating this for just basic old customer service. You know, put a melody in your voice. I mean, good grief, a robot could have done that call and, and might have. Maybe they're not telling us something over at Frostbank. They've got these new uh, AI human robots. Uh, good luck with that. No, I'm sure it wasn't a robot. It was just a, a, an average person having an average day at a great brand. And that's what's so tough about all this. I'm not going to stop talking about great banking stories because I feel there's some bingo card or some box on the bingo card that I've got to check. We don't ask people what their race is when they're coming on this show. It's a podcast. You can't see us anyway. But I don't go, okay, it's, uh, we're, in, we're going into our third show. Well, just me. So you've got the brown person on your bingo card because there's only one person has ever hosted this show, and that's me, your garden variety Hispanic, right? So I, uh, DEI heroes, I call them the DEI hashtaggers. It's all they do all day long. I, I kind of wonder how they get paid to do this, but that's none of my business, that if you really um, evaluate it, if you really analyze it, it's always the same people complaining about the same things. And it really has nothing to do with how you intentionally engage your audience of banking customers and potential banking customers. And I thought Lee's interview was just a great example. If you just, I always say, I'll stop doing this show when it stops surprising me. Did I think that a guy from a small town bank in Whitesville, West Virginia was going to blow up the listens graph when I checked in on Monday morning. No, to be perfectly honest, I didn't. But like I said, we struck a chord out there in West Virginia, and therefore we'll be doing all of our shows from now on uh, with guests only and exclusively from the great state of West Virginia. No. But I was surprised, pleasantly surprised. Not all surprises are bad, but uh, it is I think it's just time to have that conversation, okay? I, I asked uh, one of these people who refuses to be on the air a simple question. I said, how many diversity, equity, and inclusion episodes do I have to do this year to prove I'm not a racist? Well, at least you have to do at least one. Okay, so then why are you going to five or six of them? It's just, it's money. Time is money in banking. In, in the employer-employee relationship, time is money. And it's always been that way. And just, just something to talk about. If you want to talk about it from a fiduciary standpoint, I'm not trying to shut down your diversity council every quarter because um, I want you to be denied a box of donuts or a box of breakfast tacos or something like that. I'm just saying at some point, at some point it becomes redundant and it loses the value that it was supposed to have in the first place. And that is undeniably true because that's true about anything. But banking, the gerund version of banking, requires all of your people playing all of their parts perfectly. And that is the performance culture, and it has no color. It has no ethnicity. When the brand is the business, then that's all anybody should be focused on. I will admit there was a period of time in our country's history where there were certain people that felt uncomfortable at work being their authentic 
themselves. I don't know they are there anymore. The employees I encounter at you know, Target and the grocery store, they are obviously allowed to be as free as they want to be. So issue of balance. Doing too much of this? Are we going to be talking about it too much? When I go to LinkedIn, I want to find stories like Lee Milam from teller to president. That's a great, that's a great story. And so much of the LinkedIn feed is just, it's just gotten so Facebook-y. I guess that's the only way I can put it. But it just seems like every other post is on mining this platform for content. It's just diversity, 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 and more diversity. And yet when you look at the people that are involved in it, there's not a lot of diversity. Okay, I just, I just had that internal voice go off in my head. Lord, I was born a rambling man. I don't want to ramble. It's Friday. And so if you are on a diversity council or you are an expert in that particular discipline, I'd love to have you on the air. Nice conversation. Maybe a mild debate, a Socratic debate about some of these things. Anybody is welcome. You don't have to be a certain uh, color or anything like that. You can, whatever you want to be, you can be. You can even bring your pronouns to the show. I'll never use them. Uh, I am a person, not a pronoun. But you will we'll announce yours on the air if we need to. We don't want to offend anybody. My name is Jason Dice. Thank you so much for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Until next we speak, I'll talk to you all next week. Take care.